0: Hello there. My name's Mark, a.k.a. Canardian, and this is episode 42 of the Holocron Chronicles. I'm joined, as always, by my trusty co-pilot, the best co-pilot in all the galaxy, Charlie Carton. Charlie, how are you doing tonight? 42.
1: Man, you hit 42, the back starts to ache, the knees hurt a little <laughs> bit, you know, music doesn't sound as good anymore. We're getting up there. We're getting into the middle age. Uh, but yes. once we get over 50, which, you know, I'm 46 years old, so... I'm pretty close to 50 myself. It's just all going to be straight sailing. I think 50 sounds great. Let's get there.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, we're
1: we'll, very excited.
0: Very excited. We'll get there sooner rather than later, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, we're also joined tonight by a very special guest, someone we've been waiting to get on the show for a little while, and we're super happy to have her here tonight. Aubrey, a.k.a. Um, try, Aubrey Rosella. Aubrey, 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 Aubrey Organa. Aubrey Organa on yeah. Twitter. So yeah. that's uh, so people may may know you there. Um Aubrey, welcome to the show. Thanks for Thanks for, for us.
2: having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Uh so first off, I guess uh before we get into your Star Wars origin and all that kind of stuff, I have a couple of things that I just want to get out of the way first. Uh first off, thank you to everyone over the weekend that helped us get over a hundred subs on YouTube. If you are one of those people, if you're any of the hundred and whatever, because it keep it, it went past one 100. one
1: oh eight because I was looking at it, a couple hours right now.
0: Okay, perfect. Uh, so if you're one of those people, thank you so much. And if you have, haven't subscribed yet, uh, head over. You can get all the video versions of all the podcasts, and uh, and we're coming up with some more ideas. I think soon to, to keep mm-hmm. populating that. So, uh, mm-hmm. so we're we're gonna go past 100. We have our, our YouTube.com/slash Secret Friends Unite custom URL tag now. So it's a, it's a nice little uh, milestone yes, yes. for us to hit over on YouTube. And also, we got some fan art today. I didn't expect this one, but I have to send I a know. big shout out to Estelle, uh, who is at S T K Y uh, so like almost, almost Skywalker, but a little T in there as well. Uh, but it awesome on, uh, on Twitter. And if you're not following her, go follow there. And, uh, that, that artwork was so cool. I-, I didn't expect that. I was completely flabbergasted when I got that one today. It was just so cool. I changed my, my Twitter profile already to, to have that in the background. And, uh, that was, that was just a really, really cool surprise. So Estelle, thank you so much. Um, that's, that's just awesome. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and nailed like Todd's kind of like villain role as far as Star Wars roles, you know, you have the two Jedi and then Todd just sitting there as a Darth Maul kind of figure just like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm going to be angry. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, absolutely nailed it. Estelle, thank you so much. Uh, okay. Back to Aubrey. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah. So, um, my name's Aubrey. Um, I just started cosplaying about like a year ago. So I'm kind of new to the community and everything, but everyone's so welcoming and I'm just so glad to be here.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Your, uh, your princess Leia is yes. phenomenal. Just Thank if anyone so hasn't seen it, it's just like, you just capture the whole essence so well. Like everything you do is just, uh, Thank you. It, whether, whether it's on Endor or, or in like a, you know, formal white dress it's uh you just you nail the look every time it's great
1: excellent Uh, yes i i cosplay myself i'm more on the star trek side but i do have a number of superhero (laughs) cosplays from the day when i did that but i do have uh quite a few uh on the star wars side too i do i do a luke i do a han the old man han the hair helps uh and i do krennic the hair helps and then i have an oc which i was talking about the pre-roll where i uh x-wing x-wing squadron so i have a uh I they don't have that big orange jumpsuit, but I'm working on it. It's tough when you got the long arms to get a jumpsuit that fits the right way. So working on it.
0: So Aubrey, we mentioned your your Twitter account already, uh Aubrey Organa, but you also you do TikTok. Uh yes. is there, what what's the best place to find you?
2: Um, so my um username's Aubrey Organa Everywhere. Um I'm on TikTok too, and I'm also on Instagram. Yeah. And I just kind of share my cosplays everywhere. So
0: all right. Do you have yeah. a preferred platform, or do you just kind of uh, like you like doing everything?
2: I kind of just I'm everywhere. So,
0: yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I, I love. There's there's a few people that uh, yourself included that always do, like their own spins like a Star Wars spin on the latest TikTok trends and that kind yeah. of stuff. And I love seeing that because you, you see, you know, everyone kind of doing the same thing, but then the, the Star Wars spin on it, I just, I always love. So yeah. it's always so exciting to kind places. of like
2: put your spin on those types of trends. So.
0: For sure. That's awesome. Uh, so let's, let's get in a little bit about your Star Wars origin, not oh, wow. just specifically, uh, the, the stuff that you do in the places that you're you're in. Um, how did you get into Star Wars?
2: Yeah, so I kind of always grew up watching the movies, but I would say I never really got into it, like, really deep until COVID hit, and I was kind of like, you know, in your room, nothing much to do, scrolling through TikTok and stuff, and I kept seeing all these like, Star Wars edits, and I was like, oh my gosh, that looks fun, like, and so I kind of really got into it then and started kind of um, thinking about cosplaying and stuff, so.
0: Did you cosplay before that, or uh, no was like, Star Wars the intro?
2: Yeah, Star Wars was like, the start of it all for me, so. It's really special.
0: Um, that's
1: awesome! Excellent. Uh, us to got,
0: us all. Yeah. yeah. So, some of us got addicted to uh, to Animal Crossing, and, and some of us uh, <laughs> found. I saw that too on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing, everyone I was, going through that. I was, oh man, I was hard on on Animal Crossing. Anyway, but let's uh, let's get back to Star Wars stuff. Uh, favorite Star Wars movie?
2: Oh my gosh! So um, I think I'm like a big fan of the original trilogy, so I would have to say Empire Strikes Back
1: finally a young person that likes the ot (laughs) i didn't think we'd ever get there we've had all these kids on here that love the prequels and as an old guy i just have to go okay i love the prequels when when, when you have a guest in your house but yeah for someone to say phantom menace is the best star wars movie i'm like oh no everybody's opinion is valuable
0: today. Yeah, you see the little thing popping <laughs> yeah. in Charlie's forehead every once in a while. That's, uh, that's that. I mean, uh, and, there's something and, just and, like
2: so special. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. Please go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, like, I don't know. There's something just so special about the original trilogy that it just kind of like really stuck with me. Like, I don't know Absolutely. what it is. I just...
1: Absolutely. Well, for me, Mark grew up in the VHS era uh, of, not to steal your story, Mark, of, of the OT, but I, for me, Empire Strikes Back was the first film I ever remember seeing in the theater. I was four years old, you know, and it was, it was new, obviously. And then it was, you know, it was my first, you know, blurry VHS copy. The first 15 minutes of it were missing, um, but, oh. you know, watched it and watched it and watched it and and then, you know, uh, I, my mom pulled us out of school to take us to Return of the Jedi when I was seven, you know, in the middle of a work week. So it's just, it's always just been religion to us. A, a hokey religion like the Jedi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, favorite character. I'm guessing this one's going to be fairly obvious. This but, is a uh, hard one, but. Us.
2: Yeah, it's Jar Jar. Jar Jar Bink. No, Sarah. it's actually Claude. Claude from the Claude. sequel trilogy, yeah. Oh, you is. know
1: what? He
0: he did have his Ace own. Face
1: without yeah. a doubt, he had his own it little micro it. mission in the Lego game too. I yeah. remember that was one of the ones he had to do. Yeah,
0: I uh, I can't wait. There's uh, the just for someone to come on and say their favorite character is oh shit I'm forgetting the name uh, the Rock from the the High Republic uh, stuff. Oh my gosh, it's literally just a rock and uh,
1: <laughs> the pet rock. There's it's a pen rock. And I saw public.
0: some cosplays coming out of Celebration of, of just yeah. like. That one, rock.
1: that one is even yeah. over my head. I'm going to have to do some That's research.
0: Yeah. High Republic um, Rock. <clears throat> high Republic Rock. That's it. That's all you got to search. Um, light side or dark side?
2: Ooh. I'm going to have to say light side because I don't think I could ever see myself, you know, like going to the dark side or anything. So.
0: Right. Right. I did see a little hesitation there. So you, you, you thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I had to you think know, about it. I, I don't know. Dark side.
2: Exactly it's a little tempting but, oh
0: no. and cool outfits, just like yeah, they, they just have that like that brooding aesthetic uh, cool helmets it's uh they do have the better of, outfits, I think, yeah,
1: right, well you know it's' it's, it's very uniform its
0: that's world. why I, that's that's why I always loved Return of the Jedi and Luke coming in the the black. Robes because up until that point, the Jedi just kind of looked like old dudes in a bathrobe, and then you get (laughs) Luke coming in, kind of looking dark side esque. And it was like, Oh, what's, what's going on here? Is he like, has he turned a little bit? Like we haven't seen stuff since, you know, what, what happened at at the end of, of empire? Like did his father get to him? What's going on? And he brings some of that dark side aesthetic. And it's, it's still like my favorite Jedi outfit. Cause I'm like, Oh, who wants to be like, I don't know. Kind of that, that space big magician, that, Hugh Hefner, when you can be like that big dark side like energy. Dark side, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Let's get back to it. Let's go. Lightsaber color of choice.
2: Ooh, yellow.
0: Yellow. All right. Ooh, the guardian. Yeah, I, I feel like, like it.
2: It, it just—it's such a pretty color, especially like seeing mm. it like in live action too. When Ray had it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. thought it was like it was. It looks really good.
1: It does. Well, that—that that was if you're a follower of the, the current Marvel comics run. That was Luke's in between saber. Uh, because that that uh, stretch of the comics right now is covering between empire and jedi the indeterminate amount of time that was six months nine months a year i'm sure i could look it up and know what it was but during that time with him having no lightsaber and still needing to carry on doing jedi stuff he happens upon a jedi temple and it's an artifact that he takes which obviously he's gonna lose or stop using at some point when he reaches that point in his journey and i assume it'll be at the end of this particular volume of this of of the Marvel star Wars when he makes his, you know, he makes his green saber, finds his new Kyber crystal, blah, blah, blah. So, but anyway, for now he's got the yellow one.
0: I love the yellow saber. I, a friend of mine went to, uh, to Disney world in like February. and brought me home the yellow Kyber crystal for my Galaxy Z saber. It's, it's such a great color it, and it, it changes it the whole, like the sound font and it's, it's a really, it's a cool yeah. color. I like it. That was and something I liked about, them. like the
2: Disney Savers, because, like, with each Kyber Crystal, it sounded different. So
0: I thought that was yeah. cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, favorite affiliation? This is a new question. We haven't asked this to too many people, so we yes. like this is this is uh, anything, absolutely anything, Jedi, bounty hunter, Sith, rebels. Name an affiliation you want to hang out with the Ewoks. What's your favorite vibe in Star <laughs> Wars for a group?
2: I'm going to have to say bounty hunter, just for Dinjarin.
0: Oh hell yeah. That's it. All right. The, the yeah. helmet behind me, I gotta agree. That's that's pretty if, oh if God, I'm not going cool. Jedi, I'm going uh I'm going Bounty Hunter, hanging out oh, with Dan and uh my boy Grogu. Um awesome, yeah. Greg Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Charlie, what about you? I don't know if I asked you that question yet. Uh the, the you
1: affiliation? Me? Yeah. I, I mean I've always been a rebel. You know that I mean that's my personal That's my personal everything, Um, you know, behind the stick of that X-Wing, you know, blowing up those TIE Fighters, you know, taking out those Star Destroyers, you know, just being a being a regular non-Jedi Joe, regular, regular schmo.
0: Excellent. That I saw, where the hell did I see that? Either Instagram or TikTok, but some dude like set up a rig to control a flight simulator And it like completely spun around. Like you could do a barrel roll in this like flight simulator kind of thing. And I was like, I just, I want that, but I also want it to be in an X-Wing. And that is just like, sign me up. Let's go. Um, Mm -hmm. Holy crap. I I love any game that I can fly an X-Wing. That's just uh, as much as I love Fallen Order. And I was talking about Fallen Order even like today or yesterday, but like put me in an X-Wing and some tie fighters are going down oh, yeah. that's just have happened. you ever
2: played that yeah. star wars like vr game you can fly like the different um ships no i forgot what it's
0: called i play so there there is a vr version of star wars squadrons and i've played the hell that's Love that that's what it is but i haven't tried it in vr um oh, but i yeah. think that's a playstation vr i have a i have a Oculus, mm-hmm. like a Quest 2, and it's not available for that. There are some great Star Wars wow. experiences for that. Um, Vader Immortal, there's like, even like a Star Wars pinball game that's like really good for that. Um, Vader Immortal is amazing. Holy crap, is it ever? I'm like, chapter two, partway through chapter two, and there's three chapters. Whew, damn. What a game. Darth Vader so um, intimidating
2: in it, too. You're like, oh my gosh.
0: Man, the first well, time he walks up and he's like seven feet tall and like you're it, like in real life you kind of look up and he's, he's so intimidating. It's it's amazing, mm-hmm. Charlie. We got to get you. We got to get you to next. Actually, next time you see Todd, we've got to get you at least strapped in to his uh, his quest and play some Vader Immortal just to experience Darth Vader like. Oh, putting
1: like, on the oculus in and, your face. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I would have no reason to say no. I'd give it a go. I don't know what just
0: happened. My Siri just started saying she's not sure she understands, so she's ready to go uh, for Oculus as well. Uh, <laughs> let's before, party! Yeah, before Siri interrupts anymore, let's jump into the news. We only have one thing in the news that I noticed that I had. If you guys have anything to add, we can talk about that too. But we have some info on the Andor series. So far, we have inf- info on season one and season two. And uh, how they're going to handle time jumps. So season one happens over one year. Okay. Season two, jumping a year every three episodes. So in total, Andor is going to cover five years. And so far the season or the series has plans to cover two seasons. And then I'm guessing that's going to lead into Rogue One, which will technically be season three. And there's not much to Andor's story after that, sadly. So, guess uh, not.
1: Not he doesn't Unfortunately,
2: not.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's just it's
1: just you know charcoal briquettes after that point. Oh, exactly. Yeah,
0: a little bit of space dust. A little bit of space dust.
1: We're all dust. (laughs) All dust in the wind.
0: So, what are you guys? Where 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 are you guys feeling now that uh, now that we're we're done with Obi Wan? Uh, mm-hmm. We have Bad Batch coming up in a little bit, and then Andor though is the next live action. How are you guys feeling on this series and with this news? Are you excited for for what's to come, Aubrey? We'll start with you.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for Andor, like especially to see like more political sides of things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to see like how they handle the time jump, especially in the second season, like how they're going to like space things out and stuff.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It seems a full year and three episodes seems a little, and yeah. I don't know how many episodes they're planning, I guess. I think if you're doing well, three, I guess. Four episodes. 12, yeah. Yeah. Right? 12. I know. Rudimentary, um, yeah.
1: rudimentary math. I don't like it either. Right, yeah. um, <laughs>
2: so I think um, it'll be kind of interesting to see like how they pace things, I guess, like mm-hmm. in the right. show.
1: Right. Are they going to make the best of the three episodes? I know, we yeah. Gotta jump on or now it's going to be in the, since they've, they've gone on record and saying it, I don't know if, season one is obviously in the can because we're going to be seeing that in six weeks from now, essentially six, seven weeks from now, we're going to get that August 31. Um, oh, wow! So my up. question is, you know, we're getting, or, so, or so it's been touched upon, but I don't know how big that, that bad batch will also be having a little bit of a time hop. I just got to remember bad batch is 19 years. Uh, BBY. So it's, it's, you know, it's at the dawn of the dark time. So how much further are they going to jump forward? They would have to jump forward pretty far to to touch Solo at all. It could touch up against something that happened in Obi-Wan or, you know, mm. but you get the feeling that Bad Batch is a little closer to the ground and then Andor is going to be a little closer to the ground. Um, is there, you know, does there stand any chances there's going to be any mix? Um, could we end up seeing, you know, any of this, you know, are we going to get the, you know, grown up Omega, who is really the, the, the sister of Boba Fett, could you see any kind of interaction there? I mean, I I don't know, um, but yeah, it's it seems less likely that the time periods would touch. But I like I like the thought of them moving through kind of quickly, and and but it does leave a window where they have a lot less room for filler episodes. If you're covering a year in three episodes, <laughs> one true. of them can yeah. one of them can't be a packed in you know, the standard TV show, like it's the flashback episode or it's the dream episode or it's the, yeah. So I don't know you're right. The pacing of it is what's, what's going to make or break really both seasons. But I think in particular that second season, the way it's described, if you're moving forward that quickly, it's got to be really tight. Mm. So yeah.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it does touch on any other shows or characters or who they're going to fit in. I yeah. mean, I held out hope that we were going to see Omega show up in the book of Boba Fett. I got my hopes crushed with that one. So I'm not going to get my hopes up for this one aside from mm-hmm. like, I yeah. hope it's just a good seedy underbelly rebel mm-hmm. spies and right. like espionage and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I'm just hoping for like James Bond in space, basically. Right, Yeah, like, definitely. That's, that's kind of... My mm-hmm. my hopes for the show. Uh, what do you guys expect from this? Is it, is it the same kind of vibe? Like,
2: I feel like we may see like um, since we're kind of going to see a lot of like the Senate and stuff. We may see kind of like Bail Organa and mm-hmm. maybe those types of people, just because it kind of deals with uh, politics again and stuff. So I feel like we may mm-hmm. see them a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I um I think there was a pivotal moment in Rogue One. When we first meet Cassian, when he has to basically shoot his informant in the back, lest he potentially get caught trying to help the guy escape. So over a five-year period, do we, you know, do we meet Andor as some, you know, scrappy little kid in a village and somewhere, even though he says, Well, I've been in this fight since I was six years old, and we're not gonna see him that young lest right. we see him in flashbacks here and there. Are we gonna see him along a, a trajectory of compromise that comes like, well, the mission? Uh, I got to do that. I got to kill this. You know, I got to do this because of the mission. I got to let this group of civilians die or this village to get bombed because of the mission. You know, so Mm -hmm. are we going to look him? It it reminds me it reminds me in a lot of ways of one of my favorite shows uh, that was on the Fox Network in the early 2000s, 24 with Kiefer Sutherland. And it was an early line that he said on. He says, once you start compromising, it makes it easier to say it's a little it's okay." To do something the next time and then it's a little bit mm-hmm. more okay to take another step the next time so it's you know it's you're wavering you know over the abyss because the mission is what's important the 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 cause is what's more important and so mm-hmm. watching him potentially lose a little bit more of his humanity as time goes on that's yeah. the kind of journey that i think is is worth watching over something mm-hmm something like this where you have somebody who starts out like you know gosh i want to do my part and, bur, 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 and he's young and idealistic right. and then he's in the trenches so long that yeah he shoot he's shooting a guy with a crippled arm in the back so that he can get away um right. because again it's all about the mission you know so you know this guy's my buddy but oh buddy it's okay when he shoots him and then he has to break out because that's, what, yeah, he had, that's what he had to do to survive
0: that's yeah and i wonder if that's the end or we're going to start with and maybe starts finding or, or yeah, mm-hmm. you're right, Charlie. Like, I wonder if it is like kind of that green right. you know, starting off like, "yeehaw!" it's the rebellion. And then something right. happens, Joe, that turns him into that, like, right. absolutely ruthless, like, I'm going to shoot my buddy in the back is whatever. Right. Cause um, I, gotta go, later, I got to go. I got, know, I got, we, I got a we, thing we and another mention.
1: thing and I can't yeah. get caught. So I got to go.
0: Yeah. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see where they start with the character and and we, we kind of know where, where it ends up, but uh, I can't so- wait.
1: I would go ahead, please.
0: No, I was the only other thing I was going to say is uh, I, I don't think. Apparently, we're not getting K two until season two. Right. So I think that makes sense yeah. that capture and conversion.
1: K two wasn't going to be with him for the for the whole shot of it. So I'm curious, and I don't know that we've had. Any announcements of the fact so we, we've going to have these two shows kind of running concurrently and I know Mark you know you know how I am with our schedule I have our schedule all mapped out and it runs with us through the first part of 2023 um, do we know what we're looking what else we're looking at in 2023 I mean uh, they're uh, so talking can- about yeah, Ahsoka. Thank you very much. Yes, yeah. Ahsoka. So we have and, uh, and Mando, Mando. And I was February. just going to say, yeah, Mando,
0: Mando. The I think is the first part of 2023. I think that's going to February happen really for my birthday. Soon, for my yes. birthday, yes. and then uh, and then we'll get Ahsoka after that. And uh, I don't think we have too much else confirmed well, at this
1: point. I it depends on where they are production wise with with yeah. Andor if they're really if they're going to go ahead and drop it in 2023. That'd be my guess. I mean, if they have those two shows, maybe Andor. Would be, you know, late third quarter, fourth quarter of 2023. So they would have three programs that run throughout, uh, mm-hmm. which keeps them pretty locked down. That's what Marvel's doing, and and they're finally getting to the point where they're crossing over. I think mm-hmm. Kenobi and Ms. Marvel were the first two um, Disney properties of you know the big workhorses, the the Star Wars and the Marvel that were crossing over, and that's temporarily gone. But again, She Hulk will start middle of next month, and then Andor comes on. So then right. they're doing it again. So, I mean, mm. again, that's the beauty of streaming. It's not Ms. like, Marvel, oh, man. I don't
0: know. What's it? I think so. that hurt, Miss Marvel. Like, Miss, like, yeah, I, I was, I was so obsessed with with watching Obi Wan and, like, with, with, you know, the time that yeah. I have available to watch right. shit with, with, uh, my, my little guy. You're right. Um, it's like, you know, I can squeeze in one show on a Wednesday. What's it going to be? So, right. I've just been binge watching Miss Marvel and it's delightful yeah. and I'm sad that I kind of waited until now right. to kind of catch up. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh And they're they're already up to their finale uh, yeah. next week. They had it sometime oh, wow. today cuz we're recording yeah. on a Wednesday. So, um, yeah, it, it seemed for a while they were they were staving off their overlapping, but this is something Noxtra mm-hmm. and I talked about on the main mm-hmm. show months ago. I said, if they have all these plans, event there's only 52 weeks in the year, they're going to have to start overlapping. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm with you. I like having, well, this is my one obsession because we live in a streaming world. It's Disney, you know, Disney Plus on Wednesday. Star Trek is always on Thursday. And then for right now, The Boys is on Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. on Fridays. But that ends this week, too.
0: I I haven't watched The Boys. I haven't gotten into Stranger Things yet. It's such a good show. I'm missing so so much. I love the first few seasons of The Boys, like Stranger Things. Same Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, I just, I'm I'm so behind on my TV. I I feel like it's so hard to
2: focus, like, on multiple shows at once and, like, put your full attention onto them.
1: Yeah. I mean when, when Mark and I were kids, things were there were just channels and stuff was just on and that's when you watched yeah. it. You didn't have a choice. But now at least you have, you know, you can watch, you know, oh I didn't watch this week's episode of blah blah blah. And I can watch it at eleven o'clock on a Saturday after I got home from my Saturday plans. I don't have to have an appointment to watch blah blah blah. So but anyway, way off track. Way off track. I'm sure we need to move on.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh Aubrey, any any last thoughts on Andor? No, I'm just really
2: ahead? excited to see it
0: excellent yeah me too um all right and it i was i was not super excited like i think i've gone on record on this show to be like you know as far as excitement levels go that was my least excited of like do we need more of this character but the more i hear about what they're doing the more like i Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. or like this that whatever it's like yeah i'm ready and i think even obi-wan helped with that seeing the path Mm -hmm. and wanting characters like like Roken and like Falla to to have their own kind of spin-offs or to to learn more about their stories and we probably won't get that in in this show but like still that same kind of vibe, you know what i mean? Like that yeah. that rebel underworld kind of vibe like yeah, i'm i'm ready for this show so it's it's going to be good. Um but yeah, let's move on. Speaking of Kenobi, let's move on to our little overall overview recap of episode six so last time with mark we covered episodes four and five we haven't covered the finale so let's take a minute first off to cover episode six our thoughts on episode six uh if you haven't seen it we're gonna go full spoiler territory so if you need to bounce off at this point you've seen it. you've seen
1: it people You're seen it, sure
0: oh yeah it's
2: been out for um, a while yeah
0: right <laughs> As, and as the guy who just said he's behind on like four friggin' TV shows, right. like man, you, so know, know. you can't be behind on Price. Kenobi. Not like on said. Star Wars. Not with what we do. No. Here. no, there's no way. So, let I don't think we have to re- recap the the story. We got the great fight sequence. We oh finally God, was saw everything come to a head. We got uh, Obi Wan creating the high ground. We got Luke. We got friggin' Baru, but like. Hashtag Baru Crew. Holy shit. She was amazing.
1: Like she's tight
0: and you never got it from, you know, uh,
1: you know, and a Baru in the uh and her very brief scenes in A New Hope was played by an old Irish actress named Shillelagh something or other. Shillelagh, it's just a great Irish word, and I'm of Irish descent, so (laughs) that's why all the green. Um, But yeah, seeing her played by Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Patisse, who coined the role back in uh, episode two, and that poor woman in real life was subsequently involved in that Nexium cult. I don't know if you watched that documentary, but oh my God. Wow. So to, I'm just glad to see her back functional from everything you saw and, and how horrible all that was, but yeah, she was tight. Joel Edgerton is an actor of, of much renowned. He has been in so much different stuff. He's, he's an Aussie as well. Is he not? Are, aren't they both of them? Cause they filmed episode yeah. two in Australia. So I think a lot of the players, Rose Byrne, uh, who is a pretty famous actress now got her first uh, role as one of uh, Padme's handmaidens in episode two, but I digress. That was fantastic. I have other thoughts, but I don't want to overshadow. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Mark, it, you you direct. I'm sorry. I'm well. Tim- I'm, I'm, right, no, you know
0: what? I was going to say. Let's just jump right into it. And Charlie, okay. if you if you want to just keep going, what were your thoughts overall on this? We'll we'll duck down into favorite scenes, favorite moments, all that kind okay, of shit. Okay. Like thoughts I mean, overall.
1: Overall, very.
0: On this, this episode, we'll, we'll this get reminded, into this, Yeah, into it. this
1: reminded me overall of the prequels and the fact that we had some set pieces that worked really well, but we had some connective tissue that felt like it was broken in half. For example, you know, the Star Destroyer chasing the freighter and then Kenobi goes off on the side and then the freighter wanders off to the other side and the Star Destroyer doesn't chase him. But Darth Vader chases, uh, chases Obi-Wan that setup was ridiculous reva going to kill luke and not killing not not managing to kill uh Baru and um and uh and owen in the process of it doesn't make a lot of sense uh because it wasn't like she was mad on and she just didn't want to kill him because she was having a crisis of spirit she ran after luke when she chases him into the rocks fully intending to kill him and it wasn't until she had that last moment where she's holding her sword up and she's ready to chop it that she has that crisis of conscience and finally turns it around so um but again why did she go she was gonna go to kill anakin's son that he doesn't know that he has as a big fuck you to him i mean that part of it kind of doesn't make sense uh, and then you go on to the end part with with Obi Wan saying his tender farewell to the young Leia. That was that was great. The fight the fight is obviously what made the entire episode. But like I said, much like with set pieces in the prequels, really all three of them. And again, this is from my own experience. Saying, "And Aubrey, I know you agree with me. The, the OT was better." Um, saying, you know, hey, there was you know, there's the duel of the fates in Episode One. But what comes before it is like nah. there's so much of it that's just from the experience of someone who I saw that movie when I was you know 23 years old, so I was not a young kid. Um, that it's just like this is what it took to get us here, but it's it's not so some parts of it lacked real cohesion to get us to that set piece, that beautiful fight, and in the end of it, when Obi Wan has to make that really critical choice. And in some ways that very puzzling choice when he realized when, when even Vader tells him, you know, you didn't, you know, I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I killed Anakin Skywalker. So at that point, what all the wags out there are saying is, well, if Obi-Wan accepted that at that time, wouldn't he just jam his lightsaber through him and finish the job? Why didn't he? Obvious reason being, well, then we don't have the original trilogy if there's no Darth Vader, but, why, what what was going on in his head that he didn't finish the job? That's my question to you guys. Why didn't he follow through?
0: He still saw some of Anakin in there.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. I think he was still kind of too attached to Anakin to really mm-hmm. like go through with something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's it's the you know you, you, he can say it all he wants you know, Anakin's dead, I've got rid of Anakin but
1: He's looking, words, right? he's looking
0: into those eyes and they're still Anakin's eyes and there's still mm-hmm. pain in those eyes. And you could right. see it. The acting in that scene was phenomenal. And the, the pain mm-hmm. in Hayden Christensen's eyes and the, the look of absolute horror mm-hmm. in, in Ewan uh, on his, on his entire face, really and his entire body, mm-hmm. uh, was just no i i want to believe my friend's still in there it's like no your friend's dead it's like no no there's still there has to be some of my friend i can't i've given up so much at this point when it was when it was padme's
1: Padme's dying words they're so good in him and of course Mm -hmm. he's had 10 years to just stew on that sitting in a cave by himself not even with the comfort of having you know liam neeson as qui-gon you know talk him off the ledge when he's at his darkest you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but you're right it directly it mirrors the pain of what we see at the end of episode three when they're on mustafar and you got stumpy anakin before he catches (laughs) on fire you were my brother anakin i loved you and he's screaming where in this he's just he's calm he's measured but he's not he's you can't see the edge of my table but he's here he's not quite over here you know but he's he's close but in a lot of ways, I mean, we've all had, and Aubrey, maybe not you, because you're young, And but someday you'll come to a point where you will have a friendship or a relationship or a marriage, God forbid, because uh, I've had that, where you just know that it is just time. To, for your own sanity, you walk away. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that you can't affect you know, the only person's behavior you can control is yourself. You can't change the nature of of what someone else is going to do, what they're mm-hmm. going to be, how they're going to feel, how they're going to act. So you just have to walk away. I had to do that very recently with a very close friendship of mine, and it was very difficult. But you have to do it for your own sanity and mm-hmm. for what's good for your life moving forward. In a lot of ways, that was the, that's what I found so powerful in that scene with Obi-Wan saying, this is me getting over the hump, and I think that's why at the end of the episode when he's riding his weird little cow-ostrich thing into the desert that he finally gets to see Liam Neeson, and they get to have a rap, mm-hmm. and he said, Master, I've been waiting for you. He says, I was always here. You just weren't ready for me, and that was him. Mm-hmm. He was him getting yeah. over that hill, and that's the part of it I like the most. Could have done without the gaping plot holes of the chasing Star Destroyer and the whole plotline with Reva it was great her redemption was great Mm -hmm. she's also tougher than anyone else in all of Star Wars because she got run through didn't seem to really get medical treatment I don't even know how she got off the planet because I don't know if she she called a space Uber and caught a bus and then whatever I don't know how she got to Tatooine they don't show that part of it um but she's such a badass that nothing can slow her down so I think that sets her up for Mm -hmm. Hopefully some future action, but then again, Mm. you know, the wags always say, well, how can we never saw her again? Well, that's a dumb question. We never saw her again because character didn't exist, but if Star Wars is doing what it should be doing and growing that universe, you can simply say that you know you've got people in your life you'll never see again because they live far away or they're doing other stuff, but still having lives and adventures. So we have a galaxy like you know the Star Trek galaxy here, where there's a gazillion worlds and then there's always a lot of stuff going on. So it you know just the same reason why we didn't see Ahsoka during the original trilogy, that mm-hmm. part of it makes sense, or why we didn't you know why we didn't ever see any of the other Rebels characters. It's just there's too much going on. The rebellion was. Huge huge they were fighting over this whole huge map of the galaxy so there was a lot going on so there were battles on many fronts so that's where reva is she's going to be off doing who knows what but i think it's it's worthy of more exploration that's the part of it and i know we're going to touch on this later and and mark we kind of we kind of slammed down on this last time you know do you want to see another season no i not at all i want to see what reva's going to do that's Mm -hmm. the character who has an untold Mm -hmm. storyline obi-wan's storyline is sitting on his ass for another nine years because that's all he's supposed to do yeah maybe i mean i I think it would be disingenuous (laughs) for them to try to manufacture like oh and now he's gonna go fight space pirates or some bullshit i don't care no let him sit there undocumented just hanging out
0: don't even don't don't know no, I'm not going to have you diss Hondo and the space pirate crew. Well, not, like if, not that, not if Obi-Wan space has pirates. to go help some space All the pirates, other
2: space pirates, not Hondo. Fucking let him. Though
0: Hondo uh,
1: <laughs> literally literally his ship is literally a disc UFO, which I think is awesome. Um, it would be it, yes, I think Obi-Wan just needs to chill out you know, start, uh, maybe he's going to start a medical marijuana firm there on, uh, on you know, for, for Jedi's recovering from war. Maybe he's going to start. Might like be a, helpful. Uh, yeah, something to help out, uh, you know, uh, clones with PTSD like that guy we saw on the planet in episode two. You know? He
2: definitely needs
1: it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Help yeah. him out with a little bit of electric lettuce, which I say that expression all the time now because it's one of Mark's favorite ways yeah. to talk about marijuana.
0: Electric lettuce. Yeah. Electric lettuce, yeah. Um, yeah, I, so the, the Riva the Reva stuff made more sense to me than it did to you. I think I, okay. I got that. It was, she was so bent on hurting Darth Vader. He dismissed her like a cat playing with a half dead mouse. And it was right. like, okay, well, mm-hmm. you know what? How do I hurt this guy? I'm going to Baron Zemo this. I, I can't touch him. Mm -hmm. so now i can kill his kid right Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna make sure he knows that that was his kid maybe after i kill it yeah but he's gonna know and i'm gonna hurt him i'm gonna disassemble him Mm -hmm. from the inside baron zemo style it doesn't matter i don't really care how she got off the planet or how she did any of the other Mm -hmm. stuff uh i also thought like her not being able to best a couple of farmers with shotguns like i'm gonna Chalk Roo. that up to Luke was just that talented. a little slow, and they were, they were good, right? But yeah, she, she
1: she had her saber. She could have chopped either one of them. That's what kind of like why didn't she kill him? Because she was pissed, but was she not murderously pissed? Because she was going
0: to. I don't Luke. think she could move, yeah. man. I, I, don't I think, think she could get uh, close to them.
2: With Luke, I think she kind of saw herself like starting to become like the person that she was so angry at, and yeah. I think she kind of like stopped then because she didn't want to turn into Darth Vader.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the whole montage connecting with you know the saber swiping and and mm-hmm. uh, and, and her her having her PTSD flashbacks.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the the uh, the space chase bit of like, and and I did love that they even included the Grand Inquisitor basically rolling his eyes. Completely around in yeah. his head when Vader <laughs> he was, was like, no, no, we're not going after them. We're only not going again. after Obi Wan. And it was just like, I am this close to quitting this job, man. Like, it was just, you was know, just, this, he, he's like, he's I mean, the Obi-Wan.
1: disgruntled employee. You know, this place would fall apart without me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: right we've all been there we've all wanted to be like this close you get some idiot manager that you're just like i could do this well bill you didn't know your tps report missing line three yeah exactly it's the
1: same yeah
0: so i love that they did include that like as ridiculous as this is going to be like someone on board knows that it's that ridiculous which which made it okay if everyone on the ship was just like yes lord vader we're gonna go this way they were on board, but the just the fact that the Inquisitor rolled his eyes and looked like he was just about like, bitch, I have had it with you. Um, to me, that was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, cool. I accept this. <laughs> this is canon to me now. Um, perfectly fine. Uh, Aubrey, what did you think overall?
2: I thought it was an amazing episode. Um, the fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan had me in like tears the whole time. Because yep. their acting was amazing. And then seeing Obi-Wan cry... Made me cry. So yeah. it's like I don't know. It was just amazing, and you I think it was um, a good closure too for Obi Wan, and I think they just did it really
0: well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you really felt the emotion, like I said. Oh with, yeah, definitely. Uh, seeing their faces, I love, and I love how it mirrored Rebels, where where Ahsoka mm-hmm. broke part of Vader's helmet, Obi Wan broke the other part. Neither of them could completely mm-hmm. demask him. That took Luke. Uh, yeah, but this was, yeah, the the emotion was running high. It was, oh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, and
2: seeing Qui Gon at the end too, I think was like a perfect way to end the episode.
0: So I didn't expect that. I said yeah. it in the last episode that I wanted that I wanted it, but mm-hmm. I really expected like just to see like a blue mm-hmm. light because because like Liam Neeson's repeatedly said that he's he's kind of done. He doesn't want to do it's TV. He doesn't want to do. This. And it was just, it was, it was an Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. trick. It was just yeah. one of those like, yeah, I'm totally not in Spider-Man. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, Oh, no. No, never. I was
2: expecting <laughs> to like hear him maybe. Cause I didn't want to get my hopes up and be like, oh, we're right. going to see him as a full force ghost. So I was like, okay, maybe we're just going to hear his voice. I'm fine with that. But like when we got expected, to see him, it was like, yeah. it was
0: cool. I expected to see kind of a blue glow reflected mm-hmm. on Obi-Wan's face and hear like, a good impression of Liam Neeson. I didn't even expect Not him, him, to though. him to do the voice, but like seeing him there, that was, that was so good. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think that, that that's a perfect lead into some of our favorite moments and scenes. So Aubrey, mm-hmm. do you want to lead us off? Like, what were, what were your favorite
2: Oh my gosh, There's this, so many.
0: Uh, if there's any that stick um, out.
2: Hmm. So definitely the fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, like my top favorite scene in that show. Um, oh, yeah. Also, like seeing and Beru and Owen like defend their home, I thought that was yes. that was really cool to see because I wasn't expecting that from Unexpected. Beru at all. Like when she pulled the gun out of that hiding place, I was like, <laughs> "Okay, like good love, for it her.
0: Was her." It was like, "What I are know. you, part Mandalorian?" Like Owens like, we got run. She's like, "Fuck, if we're running, uh, like, I, like just." <laughs> so I was good. not expecting so
2: that, and then seeing um like Leia return home to Alderaan, and then that so emotional so scene was really good. And then they played Leia's theme. Which also made me tear up. Yeah. But overall, there's so many good scenes. It's hard to choose.
0: It is. It really is. I uh, I think I already mentioned it, but I, I loved Obi-Wan making the ground high. Just oh, yeah. that when he just All the opens rocks. his arms and the, the rocks go up in the air and he's just showing how bad Darth Vader is at dodgeball. I, uh, I kind of felt bad for Darth Vader for a minute.
2: Fall. I was like, dang, Holy he's shit, really yeah. losing.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, and the, the, the when he jumps forward and he chops up his respirator, and then when you hear mm. him wheezing the way he did when you know Luke bested Luke, Luke didn't even beat him that badly Mm-mm. in Return of the Jedi, Mm-mm. but he just in that case yeah. Vader yeah. overexerted himself because he got his mm-hmm. hand chopped, and that made he was breathing too hard, and he snapped something. Yeah, you know, internally. Where with this Obi went, he shish yeah. him just pew, pew 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 and chopped him up.
2: I think it was the, uh, because he taught him like everything he knows, so he kind of knew what to expect from him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you, oh my well, god. And,
0: and you start to see, and I and I said I wanted to see Obi Wan get to that point where he beat Maul, and you mm-hmm. start to see him play strategy against. He knows he knew what Maul was going to do in that fight, and people say it's oh, it's not flashy enough. It's like it's not supposed to be, and this one mm-hmm. was flashy, but. He also knew that it had to be. So we're starting to see that like Obi-Wan completely got it. But what I was saying before um, that I have to touch back on because it was one of my favorite things, Uh, the voice switching between Darth Vader and Anakin.
2: Oh my gosh. Holy
0: tap dancing Christ. That was good. Um, Just uh, talk about hitting you in the fields and you hear Mm -hmm. again, that pain in Hayden Christensen's voice with the the robotic deep james earl jones like kind of cutting Mm -hmm. through but it's it's more robotic than usual uh i i love that detail i thought it was phenomenal oh yeah definitely Uh, charlie favorite scene moment i mean
1: like i said and i've said it uh, prior the um it's it's a, it's it's a series of set pieces. It's easy to say, oh, the fight was gorgeous, but the thing that touched me and I, Mark, I think I told you probably because April and I watched it super early, and then I'm like, dude, you gotta watch it. Oh, well, maybe I'll watch it at lunch, but I have to watch it morning. So you shut shut the fuck up. And okay, so I do, but I'm like probably the thing that really wows me, and and Mark can appreciate this is having a child, and I can appreciate his having children myself is watching that interaction at the end with Obi Wan telling Leia about her parents as much as he can Mm -hmm. Um, in one of these like um it was was like there was a quote from the Simpsons uh long on that says we'll answer your question as long as there's no follow-up questions uh because yeah he can't deal with her saying well what was my mother's name and Mm. saying you know you know you get your fierceness and your this and that and that comes from your father and you get your the from your mother and now I can't remember exactly what it was, but mm-hmm. it was just enough because they knew that there was a potential that they may never see each other again, even though it was, will I see you again and they the only time they ever saw each other again was at the exact moment of Obi-wan's death and mm-hmm. what I love about Obi-Wan's death even in retrospect is that Vader could never beat him yeah. mm-hmm. Vader never beat him they had three engagements when Anakin became Vader, because he became Vader when he chopped Mace Windu's hand off and Mm -hmm. he took, he took a knee in front of Palpatine. He became Vader Mm -hmm. lost to Obi-Wan, then burned up in a crisp left on Mustafar fought in this. uh, Okay. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Okay. They fought four times. Vader beat him once, but he didn't kill him. Then Obi-Wan comes back. He's got, you know what? He's got his groove back. He beats the shit out of him on the death star. Obi-Wan sacrifices himself so that the the rebel kids can escape. So the only time that Obi-Wan and Leia ever locked eyes again was in this moment of ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. That's very powerful to me. It's very mm-hmm. powerful to me for the words that they exchanged, and then he flew off into the sunset or whatever it is. And then the only time that they ever see himself again is when he gives his life to save the kids. And Obi-Wan has that ultimate satisfaction of saying, look, they're together. Everything mm-hmm. is going to be okay. I can, I can, I can. There, it's funny, I, I go back to the show Twenty Four. There was there was a miniseries where uh, Jack, who's the main character, and one of his buddies are going through the jungle, and his buddy steps on a mine, and he's you know he knows that once he steps off of it, he'll it'll explode and kill him. And he says, "Jack, it's okay. I can die like this. You know, I've lived I've lived enough of a life." And he knows that when he does, the bad guys are going to surround him. He can say, "Hey." Woo! And then he's going to step backwards and blow them all to hell, which is exactly what happened. 24, 24 Redemption. It was a TV movie. It's, it's on Amazon Prime. Look it up. It's excellent. Um, and the guy was actually, his friend was an actor. Do you remember Train Spotting? The guy who was the really crazy dude, speaking of Ewan McGregor. You've never seen Train Spotting? The first thing Ewan McGregor was ever in? Mark. Bro. Hey, she's
0: shaking her head too.
1: I know, but you're an old guy like me. You're a little younger, but you're still old.
0: Go watch Train Spotting, dude.
1: Go watch Train Spotting. But no, if Robert, uh, I can't remember. But anyway, he played the the nutty guy in Train Spotting. Um, but it was the same thing. I think Obi Wan looked in that last moment. He said, "You know, what? Luke and Leia are together. I can die like this, and I know that I'm not really letting Luke go because I'm mm-hmm. I'm ready. I am ready to cross over, which is mm-hmm. exactly why he says mm-hmm. that to Vader at the time. But naturally, I'm getting way off the way off the cross. While of course, I loved the fight scene the same way that everybody else did the Mm -hmm. real power for me in the episode was not only his real goodbye to Leia and Hey, we've shared this and, and I'm going to leave you with this gift and and you're going to do with it as you will. You're your imagination is going to continue to grow. You're going to know that you come from a destiny. You come from a legacy of Mm -hmm. people who change the galaxy and that's Mm -hmm. what you're going to do. So in a lot of ways, he, fathered her he inspired her he was a male role model to her more than than her than than Baylor Organa could ever be than the memory of her father could ever be mm-hmm. um he he probably he awakened that 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 force and that force sensitivity in her in a lot of ways which we already saw that she had because you saw how mm-hmm. she was manipulating her stupid cousin in the first episode or uh how she was staring Riva down as are we having a staring contest when she was being interrogated. She's I just, love she's the bad. parallels
0: between she, her and Ray there.
1: She's badass. In the Star Wars project, five years from now, I would love to see her come back and continue to be Lair Argana. It would be spectacular.
2: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: I really wonder this this show made me wonder if they again in, in retrospect, but character-wise in universe, did they think almost like it was almost like Luke was a decoy and Leia was going to be the chosen one kind of thing because Luke kept the last name was on Tatooine was with his aunt and uncle and had Obi-Wan kind of, you know, protecting him or whatever. But like, really it was kind of like, Hey, Vader, come get us when, when she was kind of safe and, Watching this, it was just kind of like, did they like kind of plan like, oh, we can sacrifice Luke and then Leia's kind of our we've, ace in the hole. You know what I mean? A, yeah, we,
1: we've got a plan B, which shouldn't be in the yeah. plan A because Leia kind of really was had she plan a? together? Yeah, yeah,
0: well, she
1: should have been because Luke was kind of just a dumbass farm boy kid, where right. Leia was like, she was the entire package. So yeah, mm-hmm. and, Are and if you send one of them to like be royalty,
2: the other one has yeah, to, be to win. right.
1: What was he more of a red herring the whole time? Um, and that's it. Like, it if, is, and if if she was captured
0: yeah. in New Hope, was she still Plan A? Like, was was Luke Plan B all the time? Like Obi Wan Kenobi, like uh, right. you know, if Luke's still alive, I guess let's go on a mission. But like, right? You know, it's and the, and the obviously the the movies kind of centered on Luke, and most of the lore kind of centered on his right. story. But like, mm-hmm. in universe wise, like not not from the the star wars narration that we get like it, it's mm-hmm. it, it made me start to think like man i wonder like it was was leia like planning. i A, mean like, right. if
1: you look at the long 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 game of it leia mm-hmm. fulfills her role in so much that she's instrumental in flipping her son back to the light side in so much mm-hmm. that he can connect with ray to finally destroy palpatine in the end with her death right so, yeah. they, but bu- but it's Luke in so much that he trains Rey and then in the end, as a Force ghost he sends her off to Exegol and stuff. But I mean, this is really a deep dip. In some right. ways, they're their own team that brings things all <laughs> together to finally destroy yeah. Palpatine, which is what the entire Skywalker saga is
0: mm-hmm. about in the yeah. end of it.
2: I think they both had their own kind of jobs that, that were definitely needed to kind of defeat Palpatine.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. good point. Very good point. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's start wrapping this up. So I want to do a quick kind of series overview um, compared to some of the other live actions. Let's compare it to, you know, we've got a couple of seasons of Mandalorian. We've got book of Boba Fett. Where, where's this sit for you? What did you think of this series? Uh, Aubrey, we'll start with you.
2: Ooh, that's hard. Cause the Mandalorian's such like such it, an amazing go- show too. It's I don't the know. gold standard, I think. Yeah. Without a doubt. I would yeah, the put the, yeah. The Mandalorian, I think, first, and then Kenobi, and then Book of Boba Fett. I think
1: so, so, so far down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I liked well, we it, but I don't Manda think it was like. I think, like, my favorite episode of the Book of Boba Fett was the Mando episode. So, yeah. which
1: is when we talked about that at yeah. length on this show, which is just yeah. a very, very, very sad commentary on how good that. And show I feel kind of
2: bad saying that, but like, I don't know.
0: It, it's true, though. I, I'll back she you up. She thinks so, for too. Sure.
2: <laughs> I'm glad. Girl, I feel
0: better now. Kind of the, the
1: book of Boba Fett sucked. I have my cat here. Yeah, All the reasons I'm trying to watch
2: I, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I uh, have to... Aubrey, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, Mando, while not perfect because there were plenty of mm-hmm. episodes of Mando, I'll help you, but do the super dangerous thing that might get you killed and then why don't you get back to me after that? That was let's say 20% of the entire series so far was like mm-hmm. do this dangerous thing. Book of Boba Fett, quasi-unredeemable. You know, you took a character that wasn't interesting enough to have his own series, and then you gave two-thirds of it to a different character. So we're just going to kind of scratch that one off. You know, Obi-Wan, and it's funny, in the in the different social media interviews and, and news pieces that have come out since it's been off, there was, there's a director who's come out and said, yeah, I was going to make a film about this, and, you know, you had a uh, six episodes which boils down to five hours and 25 minutes or something like that could you have taken five hours and 25 minutes and boiled it down into a two and a half hour movie I feel like you could have I feel like there was enough
0: filler in this
1: show they also came couldn't... out and
0: said it could have been a trilogy
1: no oh. that I don't that, that I really see, don't agree they, with I think they tri- then
0: have to expound upon this this story so uh, anyway, I mean a,
1: a, a trilogy that took place over like four days i don't know yeah it, it, it's a fine line i you know i was on the edge of my seat with you guys watching it every week getting up like oh god i can't believe this episode is over because i need to know what happens next but then mm-hmm. saying oh really they did the lazy space chase through the end of it and then uh they just let the rebels go why did they let it? it's just there are just a lot of weird plot holes and unfulfilled stuff and so mm-hmm. I, I'm of a mind where they they could have made it. They could have made it a tight movie, but then they they did deliver some powerful moments as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. It's kind of a specious argument because it is you know it is what what happened. So mm-hmm. I would I would also put this second to Mandalorian in the pantheon of live action Star Wars television programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think nothing's going to top Mando at this point. Maybe yeah. Ahsoka will come come along and kick the shit out of it. Maybe Andor will come along and kick the shit out of that. It's going to be easier for us to have this conversation a year from now when we have two new programs to then hold up against it. So mm-hmm. I don't definitely. know, but for now, for now, this is definitely second place for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's a, that's a good good place for it. I I, I think I'm a little bit, more up on the show than you are, Charlie, but I, I still, I agree with the assessment, uh, you know, that, that Aubrey, uh, came up with there. um, favorite series character overall.
2: That's such a hard question. And
0: I, uh-huh. I, and I, I even kind of wanted to say that's not Obi-Wan or Darth Vader, but I'll leave that up if, cause it can, wow. you know, we saw a lot of growth for both of those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, while you think about that one, because you said it's a tough character, uh Charlie, you, you look like you have yeah. someone in mind. I mean, own. it's who
1: is not going to say Leia? Because again, right. not a yeah, new character. Yeah, that's probably my answer too. <laughs> but yeah. it's a new portrayal of the character yeah. by the sassiest scene chewing mm-hmm. child actress. I mean, there's nothing tougher than getting a child acting part to not be like, sorry, Jake Lloyd. Like Anakin was in in episode one. Not exactly knocking your socks off, you know, and just being like, This is not good. Um, and blame enough of George Lucas as much as possible for not being someone who could direct anyone, but certainly not able to direct a young kid. Um, the young girl, Vivian Cook was her name. I'm I'm drawing a blank on her name. I feel like her first Blair, name is I think.
2: Vivian I think Blair. her last name's Blair.
1: Wow, that is a really that is a really Hollywood name, Vivian Blair. Sounds like something like yeah. an actress. I always wonder if Paris. like parents
2: like plan that like I want to give my kid a Hollywood name.
1: Yeah, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she slayed it. Best part of the series from a New actor playing an established role, but again, it's so far apart that it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm taking over for Carrie Fisher. She's 10. Carrie Fisher, well, the character was 19 uh, at the time that Carrie Fisher started portraying, you know, th- was the age of the character when she portrayed it in 1977. Without a doubt, yeah, Vivian Blair was the bright spot of the series. She was oh, the, yeah. the best. Without a She doubt.
2: did like such a good job portraying like the sassiness and the wit that Leia had mm-hmm. in the original trilogy. And I just think she mm-hmm. did like she did justice to the character.
1: Right. Absolutely. And wisdom beyond your years, which is even something Oh that, yeah. uh, you know, Obi-Wan remarks about how old are you? I'm 10. Well, you don't sound like you're 10. Yeah. Which, yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> Yeah, for sure. She, she was a standout for me as well. Uh, so many of the, the secondary characters in, in this were great. I, I mentioned Tala oh, yeah. before and Roken. Mm-hmm. Um Reva even. It, it, like Charlie, you said the the spin-off. I'd love to see where Reva's story goes from mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I think we um, will. I think we will. Oh, yeah. So so many, I loved, so many um, great characters.
2: I love Tala and like Ned B's dynamic because it reminded me so oh, much yeah. of um Rogue One and Cassian and then K2SO, especially yeah, in right that yeah. scene where um Ned B kind of sacrifice not like sacrifices himself for Tala, but kind of protects her a little yeah. bit it reminded mm-hmm. me yeah. of Rogue one and i really like yeah. it
0: yeah very very similar like similar kind of friendship but a very mm-hmm. different dynamic spin yeah. on it like true, of, uh, just without the sassiness from ned like the strong silent type but it was still that yeah. like unbreakable human right. droid bond i, yeah. I love that true. absolutely yeah um and I, I already mentioned I wanted to, like a roken spin-off last episode. So I'm, I'm right. just gonna yeah, could just be that there. He'll sh- yeah.
1: maybe he'll show up in the bad batch, he'll animate him for you.
0: There we go. That's uh I, I don't for think Andor, the bad batch will be the place to get the uh the yeah. man on fire um right. pissed off dude that lost his wife with a shotgun taking out imps. Uh I, I, I we'll, see we'll, we'll see.
1: Ice Cube yeah. Junior. Yeah, he yeah. would be he would be a great like Butch Cassidy to the Sundance mm-hmm. Kid for Andor, don't you yeah. think?
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Hopefully without all the all so the I had dying to join the,
2: the rebellions. Rebellion.
1: Yeah. Right. right.
0: right, right, right. Coop. Um best I have here written here best fight, but I think it's it's gonna be the the for me it it's two. It's that the the last one between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. the Reva fight, just showing how much Darth Vader is just toying with her. Mm-hmm. Uh any and am I missing one or what was your favorite? Overall, yeah, I know I agree oh, with you. Yeah,
2: mine mine was the same.
0: Okay, right on. Um, best character scene. I think uh, for me, we touched on mine. It was it was the fight, but the the character bits between between that fight between uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader, mm-hmm. the 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 reactions and the mm-hmm. the you know, I killed Anakin, and that, yeah. that right. I think for for, for me, me overall in the whole series, uh, if it wasn't. Charlie, I think you you nailed it. Like anything that Leia was in was just you know phenomenal, mm-hmm. and she had some very powerful scenes, especially that last scene with 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 Ben. But um, right. to me, mm-hmm. this whole series boiled down to Anakin and Darth Vader, or Anakin mm-hmm. and uh, and Obi Wan. Right. Um, so, any what was? Do you guys have any different character scenes there that you? Uh, what was your Not, favorite? I guess you mine
2: was.
1: Abby, please go ahead.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Mine, mine was, was um. um Mine was kind of the same, just um, when Obi-Wan was kind of apologizing and saying, like, I'm so sorry, Anakin, and just Mm – it was just – it was really good, so. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially where they they led it an episode or two before that with them training, the de-aged versions Mm -hmm. and the the, the training sword fight and – to, to be reminded of that. And that's going to lead into my next question. But Charlie, go, go first with your favorite.
1: Well, song. you know, I, I hate to keep, you know, beating the dead horse, Character but moments. really a- anything throughout the series where Obi-Wan was was kind of leaving the breadcrumbs, kind of saying what he could to Leia about, you know, mm-hmm. are you my real father as much mm-hmm. as I wish I could? Yeah, and I then a lot of people are like, oh, does that mean he had the hots for Padme? Well, first of all, who wouldn't? Come on. Yeah. But reg- what he was really saying was, you know, I wish that you had while I think Bale is a great guy, I wish that you Mm -hmm. had someone who could guide you through the nature of the gifts that you have, Mm -hmm. which is something that I could do if I was your father or if if I, if I was your, if I was your, your Jedi master, if I was instructing you, if you were a Padawan instead of, Mm -hmm. instead of a a Senator run up, you know what I mean? Um, But, but you know, their, their lives and the time that they live in cast them in the roles that they did. So Obi-Wan, I think tried to impress as much as he could on her in the time that she had, you know, that he had to do so um, that I think clearly left an indelible mark on her Mm -hmm. while she Mm -hmm. was good and advanced for her years before Obi-Wan came along. I feel like his influence and and the the time that they shared together, the things they went through together kind of pushed her to the next level
0: Mm
2: -hmm. and maybe
1: really turned her into what she became because of him.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah, For sure. Uh, all right. So like I said, this is going to, that kind of leads into my next one, uh, which is we had a lot of talk and a lot of discussion while this was airing that this was planned to be a, a, a movie or possibly a series mm-hmm. of movies that I think, you know, could have focused on different stories or whatever. But now that this is all done, do you guys think this worked better? As a weekly series, or do you think it kind of might have benefited from being either all released at once or, or you know, broken down, cut down into a movie or two? What do you, what are you going forward? What's going to be your favorite way to watch this? Is it going mm-hmm. to be kind of binging it all at once, or do you do you like how it was paced? Uh, Arby, I love start with you.
2: I love binging things just because I'm impatient yeah. and I hate to wait, like wait a week for the next episode. Right. But I don't know if everyone else does. That's just me.
0: Yeah, do you think story-wise this this worked being broken out like this or do you do you think it kind of works hmm. better when you can see the entire story kind of in a cohesive way?
2: So I think that's a hard question cuz I think there was maybe a little bit of filler. So I think maybe mm. like if you had it maybe as a movie and like and it was just like a a long cohesive like 2 hour whatever story, I think that would have been really good. But I still think it was like good as a show too
0: absolutely charlie w- what you've been saying i think i'm i'm i've been hearing that you kind of wish this was a little bit more cohesive cut some of the fat
1: Is you know, that
0: kinda, the impression again
1: I'm i i'm i'm over yeah i i'm of a, i'm of a different mind of it cut the fat maybe and i don't know if that means it would be last episodes or whatever it was like but any any television program and, and it's funny we're watching the abc series lost right now which aired between like 2004 and 2010 it's a great show and it was yeah, wonderful show, and and what mm-hmm. my wife April and I realized is that, yeah, we we both watched episodes, seasons one through three, but seasons uh, four, five, six, four, five, and six, we we definitely didn't, mm-hmm. um, but those seasons got shorter because there was a writer strike in 2008, which really cut things back, um, but it was, you know, they didn't have a lot of, they, they had, you know, solid storytelling, and then they went into a little bit of limbo where they were trying to figure out how to end it. It was such a hit that ABC didn't want them to wrap it up. So they said, no, draw it out a little bit and throw in a little bit more and a little bit a little bit more of this and that. So you want to think of, you know, but again, there was 20, 22, 24 episodes, you know, and then it got shorter and shorter. So the overall thought is with less episodes, tighter story. But I feel like filler is still somewhat inevitable no matter mm-hmm. what you do. Definitely. and it tends to lend to the credibility to the theory of would it have been a better movie if they cut out this and they cut out that and in a way, yes, but in a way I'm glad that we get, because, you know, there's some moments in life that are filler, you know, you have a day that's a dud or you go and do this thing and it doesn't work out and it doesn't contribute to your overall story as it were. So, Mm
2: uh, you
1: know, a television show with some filler in it is more like, Reality, it's not going so far to be like, oh, it's like reality TV, but it's more like, okay, well, you've got, or maybe Mark, like it's a video game, like you know, I took this quest and it didn't really contribute to the main quest, but I still yeah, did it, and quest. it was still, yeah, it was still enjoyable. You know, your princess is, is in a different castle, it was still enjoyable in its own way.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, I'm uh, taking the long way around to say that, yes, but no, I wish it was shorter, <laughs> yeah. but I was happy with it the way that it was. But mm-hmm. I would love it if there weren't so much gap so much. Gaping plot hole wise in the last episode. Mm-hmm. But regardless, ended up in, you know, finding it very enjoyable, but still not as good as the Mandalorian, as we have said.
2: I feel like it's going to be hard to meet the Mandalorian. Like, I yeah, so. well, like the Mandalorian
1: really put Star Wars uh, episodic television on the map. And yeah. Uh, what's it going to take to knock that out? Mm-hmm. How good does Ahsoka have to be to yeah. knock that out? You know what I mean?
0: So mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: We're going to f- well, we will find out in 2023.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we I am I'm, I'm gonna stop myself from doing a deep dive on, on Mandalorian because we're getting a little long here, but <laughs> it's so hard. I yeah. want to finish off by asking you guys, and, and Charlie, you kind of already jumped on this one earlier on. Uh, but if you if you need to keep going, uh we will. Do you want a season two? Would you rather a spin-off? Would you like both?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you know, tell tell us a little bit about hmm. what, Aubrey. Aubrey what your goes. preferences so, are there.
2: I don't know if I want a season two. To, just because I don't know what else like they would really talk or like what Obi Wan would do in like a season two because we pirates! I feel like
1: it's all pirates.
2: <laughs> I mean, if if they're going to include Hondo, then maybe, but I feel like his right. story is yeah, really, kind yeah. of like I feel like this was a good ending point to his time Agreed. between
1: one hundred percent
2: like Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope. But I would love to see a like a Reva series because I feel like there's still a lot of like her character that we could see and more stuff with her.
1: Yeah. I totally agree. That's one hundred percent to a T what I feel. Reva, mm-hmm. let's figure out what her journey really is. First mm-hmm. of all, go to a damn hospital and fix your yeah. your gut wound because Fennec
0: she, she can go see those same people that fixed up Fennec Shan. That's
1: right. True. Yeah, yeah. Go to the what was it? What was that? Isn't that guy DJ in real life Electrocat or some shit?
0: Yeah, yeah. Electro-cat? Go to Electrocat.
1: Or uh, uh, he's what, he's, you know, he
0: is a, he's a musician, right? Yeah.
1: DJ Fuzzy Bud. I don't know whomever he is. Go oh get gosh. some electro. Go get some electro parts and get fixed up. Yeah, I'd like to see what she's going to do. First of all, mm-hmm. get off Tatooine because nobody wants to live on Tatooine anymore. Not a it's good
2: been, place to be.
1: Tatooine has been beat into the sand. Pun fully intended. But yes, let's go to a cool new world where she can do different shit. Now I sound like Todd Let's do cool stuff in a different place and blah blah blah. Making fun of our of my imagine co-host.
0: grievous <laughs> with a metal detector on Tatooine, just like oh my, like, God, looking he's he's for all the lightsabers. Like, come on, man! I know, he would love that. Exactly. He'd just Poor be he looking for some like more arms. Seconds too early. He'd
1: be looking for arms and a new heart, just like yeah. in, just like in the Wizard of Oz.
0: That's it. Um, <laughs> for me, I'm I'm a little bit more on board with a spin-off if the story justifies it. I said <laughs> it maybe an episode or two ago. I do not want them to justify this by saying like, well, it made a shit ton of money. So here's a dump truck full of money for you Mm -hmm. to get back in your robes again. You and exact Amundo. just don't want that to happen. But if they, if someone comes up with a worthwhile story, whether it's like Obi-Wan and the terrible, horrible, not good, very bad day. And it's like one day, like 24 hours. And he just has to like fuck off and help Hondo or go over here and help Mm -hmm. someone or The story of when he met Ahsoka again, like there's some shit that 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 can happen that I would love to see happen, Uh, and if if they can justify it that way, but if it's just like you know we're gonna like bend canon to just justify you know a shit ton of money, but like I don't want that. But um, I would at the same token, if they don't revisit this, there's so many cool characters that we Mm -hmm. can go back and look up. A little bit of like how Tala got in involved, uh, some Quinlan Voss helping out the the path. Uh I already mentioned Roken. There's hell, how did Baru become such a badass? Let's go back and and maybe check it's, that out. It's desert half Mandalorian cowboy. Like Frig. I don't know. I want to find out. So there's a lot of spin-offs that they could do mm-hmm. just based on this show. Uh, without even going into the weird corners of the universe that that uh, Taiko Atidi sounds like he wants to go to, and we haven't even mentioned that, and we're going to save that for another time because we're way too late already. Um, anything else that you guys want to add onto this before we wrap up?
2: I don't think they, so. They,
1: no, I think they took it where it needed to go and I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of ready to move on to kind of cool new stories and let's leave Obi-Wan sitting on his ass running that medical marijuana electric lettuce Tatooine clinic
2: making some for money the next,
1: for the next <laughs> 9 years before he's going to uh deliver his first uh hello there his second yeah. hello there to Luke yeah. sorry
0: uh, yeah so was, yeah, yeah lots lot of hellos there yeah right cuz yes. was a uh, hello there's Hello. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, hello then.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> Right. Cause that was, yeah. You, yeah. I'm going to start thinking of canonical. Hello there's, and that's a weird place to be. So let's wrap it up here. Uh, Aubrey, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you this so much for having awesome. me. You got it. You're, you're so welcome. Uh, we're happy to have you back another time when you want to talk about. Uh, yeah literally anything else i uh, had just, so much yeah, fun <laughs> it's uh, that's good, good that's good I'm, I'm happy to hear that please let people know where they can find you on the internet and what kind of fun stuff you're up to
2: so um you can find me again at aubrey organa i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram um i'm also on twitter i usually just in my in my blah, i can't speak it's late <laughs> i'm in my leia cosplays yeah that's pretty much all i do nowadays right. so
0: Excellent. Excellent. I I do have, before we wrap up, uh, how, how many days a week, like, do you plan out like a whole bunch of posts and then like kind of film a whole bunch of stuff or do you just kind of like day by day, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to pop in the costume right now. I'm just going to knock this out. Like what's your, what's your filming schedule like?
2: It's kind of random. It's like whenever I get like inspiration or just like a random thing pops in my head, I'll try and do that. But yeah, it's just whenever I, I kind of find some ideas.
1: I did a lot of suit-ups when we had COVID, They're like, oh, I'm using my Biden bucks to buy this new Starfleet uniform, and I'd, I'd go behind <laughs> There the you head. go.
2: Or we,
1: we did a lot of the pass-the-badge videos where it'd be like, oh, I have a con badge, and I'm going to throw it to someone, and they'll catch it. And so I had new ones and whatever it is, and hey, you know what? It was keeping us from going nuts, so I totally get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, um, I get bored and wear my Mando helmet around the house so much yeah. that we have like the Mandalorian golden book for my son. And now when we open it up, he points at it and says Dada. So oh my gosh. That's adorable. Um, That's it's pretty awesome. great. Yeah. He I also does the it. same thing for his I am a Jedi book and points to Obi Wan and says Dada. So yeah. he thinks you're on, everyone. you get the two best
2: characters though there you go that's it yeah
0: i'm I'm living i'm living good um aubrey thank you again for joining us this was an absolute pleasure uh charlie tell people where they can find us
1: oh you can find me over on twitter at the c3 spell it out uh (laughs) that's where i'm blathering about this thing and that thing sharing memes and just being silly i also try to populate uh the uh, facebook pages of the secret friends unite uh stuff when i can with news and what have you uh my wife april and i also run the west michigan chapter of the international star trek fan club that would be the uss grand petoskey found at all of the socials uh therein so that is me mark how about you
0: you can find me the underscore canardian on twitter tiktok instagram uh in our discord wherever so join there and uh, and once again Uh, Thank you to everyone that got us over that hundred person hump on YouTube. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe there, hit the bell and you'll be notified when all our shows hit YouTube. We have uh, a bunch of different shows, video games, Star Wars, Star Trek, and just generally geeky, good shit. So, uh, so follow us over there.
1: Friends, as always, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring to keep on trucking.
0: May the force be with you. Rex, play us out oh good good finish this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more